When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday. I would just like y'all to know that today we brought out pen and paper. We have a pen and paper. You guys are going to hear no clicking of the keyboard this morning. Unless there's something I really have to Google. (laughs) And if we have to Google it, then you're just going to have to bear with us. But to be fair, you did post a poll to say, how bad is it? And 80% said it wasn't that bad. So for those of you who don't follow me on Instagram, I did like an anonymous question box this week where you could anonymously ask me questions. So um, some people took that opportunity to share things they might not share if they if if I knew it was coming from them. And somebody basically told us that our clacking on the keyboard is so annoying. So to the 20% of you that were driving crazy by doing that, we're sorry. So that's, but that was the thing. I was like, I don't feel like we do it that I know we do it because one, sometimes it's for, if some, one of us says something, we usually type out an idea of what we're going to make the title of the episode or two, if we're like talking about something and. I'm like trying to think of like something uh, like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'll Google it real quick. But I don't feel like I'm sitting here the whole episode. No, so we're not like, like working at the same time <laughs> at, at all. It's normally. So before we started doing this, we used to go back and like take turns re-listening to the entire episode to like get ideas for the title. And that's very time consuming and yeah. also a little cringy to listen to yourself back all the time. So this is just easier. We do it like we're like, oh, that's a great title. Like let's type... But we have pen and paper this time, so you're in for a treat. No clicking of the keyboard, hopefully, this time. <laughs> and we didn't even grab a pen that, like, because sometimes Jeff has been told on his podcast that he clicks his pen <laughs> in the episode. <laughs> I feel like if I had a clicking pen, I'd be sitting here doing that, too. Yeah. So I also found out that I say exactly a lot. Exactly. And I never realized it. You said you don't even realize it. I don't. I will now, because I never noticed you did the awe thing. Until somebody pointed that out, and then I was I noticed it constantly. But I feel like your odds have gotten better. They have. I still do it, but not as much because I'm like aware now yeah. that I do it. Um, but the exactly like I had no idea how often I do it, and so I had posted that was also an anonymous um, question box on my thing. And so Jordan and I were talking, and he's like, "You do say it a lot," and I'm like, "Really?" He's like, "I'll just start pointing it out like every time that you say it now." So he points it out all the time when I say it, and I'm like, "I say it so often," but. He blames himself. He thinks I got it from him. And I think it's he's right because he says it, not to the extent that I say it, but like at the end of like something we're talking about, like to confirm like what I said or whatever, he'll be like, exactly. And I'm yeah. like, so I think I do that now because he does it all the time. I just do and you it. just didn't even notice. It's like a filler, like filler so. words. I'm the worst. I like awkward pauses and stuff. Like I'm just like filler word, filler word. And I need to get better about 
Yeah. Not needing. Well, a then, already. so the other complaint I got was, um, well, it was it just said, how many times do you think you say like per episode or something like that? And I was like, oh, I know, I say like, con- like sometimes I'll see. I just did it right now, but I'll be um, I'll rec- be recording stories for Instagram, and then as like let's say I record like. 30, 45 seconds worth. And I go back to like hit the captions button to like get my captions on. And I'll be like, I'll usually do a quick listen to make sure the captions are accurate so I can edit the captions if they need to be. And it's just like, like, um, um, like, like, I'm like, oh my (laughs) gosh, this is so cringy. I know it's a bad habit. It's a big California thing. And Sorry, I that, I don't think I'll ever be. My mom tried breaking me that habit like in junior high, and it never happened. Oh yeah, so. same. Like my dad will always be like, I'll be like, oh my gosh, it's like so nice outside, and he'll be like, is it so like nice outside or is it nice outside? I'm like, stop, <laughs> stop, dad, <laughs> stop, dad, go on. Uh, but what you were saying about the exactly, Jeff just called me out on one um, a few weeks ago. He was he was like, did you know you and your mom say oh geez. <laughs> All the time. And I was like, I never say OG. Say it how you would say it. He's. <laughs> so, oh, geez. <laughs> but when I say it like that, I'm like, I sound like I'm being like an old lady. I said, oh, geez. You do. Like, like, when you first said it, I was like, you don't say that a lot. But then when you said it, like, in the tone that you would typically say it, I'm like, oh, you do. Okay. So then I said, it. I was like, no, we don't. And then he obviously hasn't called my mom out, like, while she says it. <laughs> But afterwards, he'll be like, your mom did an OGs today. <laughs> and then, but now every time I say it, he, like, I'll be like, oh, geez. And then Jeff will go, oh, geez. And I'm like, damn it. Like, I do say it a lot. Because he calls me out on it almost every day. So I'm like, well, stop giving me reasons to be like, oh, geez. Does Jeff have a word that, like, you call him out on? Mm, not that I can think of. No word or phrase? No, he just, like, quotes movies and stuff all the time. Okay. So, I'm yeah. the worst. Like, I don't know movie quotes <laughs> to anything. Like, don't know them. So, um, I challenge all of you to <laughs> sit down with your best friend and record an episode just for shits and giggles and then replay it back and learn your filler words and your words that you say a lot. Trust me, we all do it. Some of them, maybe ours are more annoying than yours, but I challenge, challenge you to do it. Yeah, we'll have to do a poll. Like what's like your word or what? Are you, what's your struggle of yes something? And I don't know if it's just a big California thing because I do know we have like I don't know, but it can't be because I know there's people in other states who have the same like problem and stuff. So I don't know. I'm curious if there's other sayings or well, words. People, that people were say. also asking like if my parents because my parents don't live in California and so they were like, do they ever make comments or do they notice that you have like the Cali girl accent? And I'm like, yes, all the time. But it is funny, like, when you live somewhere, you do adapt to, like, how other people in that area talk. And people in California do just talk very kind of dramatic. And <laughs> We're just dramatic girls. Oh, jeez. It's who we are, okay? Oh, jeez. You guys are here for a reason. You love us for a reason. <laughs> Our likes, exactly, ums Aww. and ahs and all. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're recording a little early. We're still like trying to catch up on a couple episodes because you're leaving me this week. I'm so, I'm not excited. It's not even that long. It's not even like when you used to leave me for like a month (laughs) at a time. That was the worst. This is just over a week. um, I keep thinking it's two weeks. So I think that's why I'm being dramatic. (laughs) No, if it's like eight days. So I'm so excited. I can't wait to get up there. I've been like obsessively checking the weather just to make sure like the weather is nice because 
the whole point, not the whole point, there's many points to go, but I like going in the summer for the river floats and it yeah. has to be a certain temperature because it's so snow the water is not freezing. freezing. Yeah. Um, so it looks like that first weekend that we're there, it's going to be like in the 90s, which is perfect. Perfect. Like, I cannot wait to show Jordan like the river mm-hmm. flows. Is he excited stuff. about that? He is. He's really, Good. he's just excited about the, he's never been to Washington at all. So. I don't remember if I've shared this or not. We're flying into Seattle. My sister's picking us up in Seattle. So we get to do a Seattle day. So he gets to like see that. And then the rest of the time we'll drive back to Yakima and spend the rest of the trip in Yakima. Um, But he's just, he's so excited. So I can't wait to show him everything. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. Yes. I'm so mad he made it up to Yakima before I did. (laughs) We have to like get something on the books after our Courtney trip to Chicago. I know. I know. (laughs) First things first. Yeah. We're going to, that's. Yeah, today our plan was to go get acai bowls, record an episode, make a reel or two, get in the pool, <laughs> and plan Chicago. Yes, we're like, we'll plan Chicago from the pool. Because we keep saying we're going to plan it, and then like all we've gotten so far is to the dates. We haven't yeah, actually... We've, we've gotten I've it off flights a couple times, but... And I also, um, I did message this week uh, Alex on Instagram. Her name is Sassy Confetti. She's one of the co-hosts of the Swipe Fat podcast, which I've talked about before. And she's like a big like Chicago influencer, like... All she posts is like great restaurants and activities and things to do in Chicago and stuff. So I had um, messaged her and I, I honestly did expect her to give me like a couple specific hotels. Well, because I sent I saw a deal on Travel Zoo for um, a hotel that looked cute. And I was like, hey, I was like, like, what do you think of this place? Like, She's like, I actually have never even heard of that place. She's like, I just recommend definitely you guys should stay in West Loop. She's like, that's where I'll like. The happening stuff is is, younger crowd. Like she's like, that's where you guys are going to probably want to hang out and stuff, which I think um, was kind of my thought too. So, but she didn't give me any specific hotels, (laughs) which I was hoping, but at least we can like narrow down an area. So, oh yeah. Between talking to Courtney and stuff too. We'll so excited. Get our stuff down. And then once we have that figured out, well, we have a couple ideas of like what we want to do for a meetup there. So one of our ideas was that we were just going to throw like a rager. Like we were going to get like a keg and stuff at Courtney's. Just- <laughs> we were just going to have a big party at Courtney's house, everyone. Oh, shoot. Have we told Courtney yet? No. Oh, <laughs> Courtney, sorry. You're here and here first. <laughs> she would probably be like, okay. No, no we're, we're just kidding. We're going to probably pick a bar or a restaurant do and make it a super easy and casual. Unless we find a place where it makes sense to do like more of a reservation type system. But if not, we'll be like, hey, we're going to go to this place at this time. Show up. And we'll do, like, a meetup at that time. And just so you know, that's going to be the weekend of um, September 9th, I think. So it'll probably be Saturday, September 10th, most likely. That's possible it could be a Sunday if we end up doing more of, like, a brunch early day thing. But as of right now, the plan, I think, is going to be on Saturday the 10th. And anyone that wants to show up is welcome. We have one of our Kylie... North Dakota Kylie uh-huh. was talking about, let me know the dates. Like, I'd really? go. Oh How my fun God. Would that be? I would love it if she came too. I would love that too. Yeah. No. And Taylor, um, I always forget the order of her healthy, happy. God, what's your name, Taylor? Um, she said she was, she's like, I'm going to come out. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. I hope hello, healthy, hello, happy. That's yes. what it is. Um, she said she wants to come. So I'm just like, oh, I hope we get to see, like, some people that we probably wouldn't see otherwise. That's going to be like so much fun. I'm so excited. 
So yeah, with my trip, Jordan and I were talking because our packing styles are so different. But like, I we fly Alaska Airlines. I have the credit card. I get a free checked bag. Like, why would I try really hard to pack everything in a small carry-on that I have to drag through the airport and like lift up myself and stuff when I can just pack triple the amount in a big suitcase and drop it off and let them deal with it? My big thing isn't even just like so that Annie and Brian they did not check one bag when they went to Hawaii. For a week. Oh my god! Last couple month or two ago, two two adults, two kids. They didn't pack. They didn't check any bags. Wow. All I know is I hate I when I get to the airport. Like after I go through security and stuff, just being able to have me in my purse Best and not feeling. like be like dragging my suitcase around and then like ha- like having to like I don't know. I just love not having to carry it around. I personally, even for Vegas, we ended up we ended up checking the bag because like I wanted to bring my dry shampoo. It was mostly the dry <laughs> shampoo. I was like, I don't have any travel dry shampoo. I don't want to like if I'm only going to somewhere for two nights. My plan is to wash my hair that morning, and like I'm not washing my hair again no. while I'm there. So I need my dry shampoo. And I was like, I don't want them to take it away. I also am not going to go just buy shampoo in Vegas and try shampoo in Vegas. So. I I was like, even for Vegas, we ended up checking a bag. So I'm like... <laughs> I check a bag just, everywhere. The only time it makes me truly nervous is if there's like a layover. Because I just fear it's not going to like make the change with and me. And usually I always have a layover going to Yakima because I have to fly into Seattle to yeah. Yakima. But in all my years of flying places, I've only ever had a bag not show up once. It was this past winter... When flying was just a shit show, which I understand it's a shit show right now too, so I'm <laughs> fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, but I my bag didn't show up, but it was there the next morning. So and I was staying at my parents, I was fine. Yeah. Um, but it does make me think like because I always take some kind of carry-on, like a backpack with my laptop or whatever, and I'm like, not a bad idea to just have like a change of underwear and socks and yeah. a new shirt or whatever and like a toothbrush. Like doesn't hurt to have the basics. So if you're back because they usually find your bag and get it to you pretty quick if it's lost. It's rare that your bag is lost, lost, and it's just never gonna show up and they're not gonna ever find uh, it. I can't imagine. I would be so devastated. My sister with her and her friends were went to Croatia years ago and they they did a bunch of places. Um in like that area and their bag never showed up but then their it was hard for them to get the bag to them because they were staying like places for one or two days and then moving or whatever (laughs) so they had to like they had to find an h&m and just go like cheap clothes shopping and buy like a bunch of they get reimbursed from the airline for that so because you're supposed to be able to get if you have your bag gets lost like that you have like They'll reimburse you like up to like a thousand dollars. I think they did, and they eventually got their bag to them, but it took days to get to them. I think they did reimburse them. They probably got miles or something. But what a pain to be like you. You know, a trip like that, you've planned your outfits for months. You've yeah. got accessories and shoes, and like you're in Croatia, you know. Yeah. And um, and then to be like, well, let's go hit up H and M. Yeah, for my for, for everything I planned. Gear. Exactly. Uh, that's the worst because especially like. Hopefully the shoes you have on your feet are like good for what, cause you don't want to like break in new shoes on a trip. No. I can't imagine, like I remember I got new shoes for my big European vacation and I was wearing those like weeks in Cause I was like, I do not want to be walking like 20,000 miles a day, 20,000 miles, 20,000 <laughs> steps a day only for like 
brand new shoes to be giving me like blisters and stuff. And there's nothing worse than being on vacation and having shoes that are just miserable. Like it'll ruin yeah. it. Once once you get those blisters, like game over for the rest of the trip. Yeah. So you always check a bag and Jordan wants to carry on. He always does a carry on. Um, we'll see if he's, I mean, guys are so much easier. They wear like two shorts and like three shirts the whole trip, you know? Jeff literally packs for a trip in 10 minutes. Yeah. And Jordan's style, like same with Jeff. Jeff just has very basic like shorts and t-shirt yeah. style. Like, Whereas, like that solid, is Jordan. Like different, co- he has like the same solid tees in like every color and then the same shorts in like three colors. And so he picks like two of them to bring. And then, like you said, three shirts and the shoes he's wearing on his feet. Yeah. And... He might bring one other pair of shoes because he's a shoe guy. But like, he's not like me. I'm like tennis shoes, pool sandals, cute sandals. Like Jordan will wear like tennis shoes to the pool. Like yeah. he doesn't pack sandals. Oh God. I can't imagine wearing tennis shoes. I have to. Jeff used to be. Oh, look at Penny. I know. I was just going to say that. She looks so cute right now. You guys, I wish you could see her. Oh, sweet baby. <laughs> Sorry, that was a huge squirrel. Um, but yeah, Jeff, at least he does pack flip-flops and stuff to the beach and to the beach, to the pool and stuff. Because I can't imagine wearing shoes. No, but I am. Does yeah. he wear socks and stuff too? Like full on everything? Yeah, I mean like at his house, he has pools in, in his apartment complex. And so he'll like put little slides on to go. But I can't mm-hmm. picture him packing the slides for the trip. Like I picture him on a trip just being like... Oh, yeah, because even if, like, on. there's a day you guys aren't going to go anywhere, like, you guys, let's say there's a day you guys are going to stay at your parents' house all day, wouldn't it be nice to just be, like, in your slides, not, like, in your full-on socks and tennis shoes? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he will. I'm going to have to snap a picture of his, of his sandals yeah. if he ends up bringing sandals. And, like, you got to keep us updated if Gucci slides make an appearance. <laughs> Those are his favorite sandals. Yeah. <laughs> Gucci slides. I'm like, you were fancy AF. Um, when you fly... Are you like, are you a good flyer? Like, do you get nervous? Do you? Mm, I used to get more. So I never was nervous like as a kid. And then I got nervous. Um, I feel like part of my nerves was when, when I was with Joey was just nothing was ever easy with Joey. Like everything he did stressed me out. Like, yeah. It would be like the morning of he's not packed. He's late. He hasn't done what I've asked him. Oh, I would have lost my mind. And then it's just like, everything was like argumentative. So like just flying with him always, it was never fun. It was just more always stressful. So I think like that always, me always being stressed out always made me like a little more nervous about flying, but I haven't been nervous about flying in a long time. I think anytime there's a little turbulence or something, I do get a little scared. Oh, I'm like, one time I literally like smacked the guy's leg neck. (laughs) Like I just automatically wanted to like grab onto like, somebody next to me and I like grabbed his like thigh I was like sorry (laughs) oh my god and the most random I don't know what the deal with TikTok is like are they in your mind do they know like what your fears are because like (laughs) like on my so on Facebook the reels that show up on my Facebook right now are all like alligator and crocodile reels and I'm like why like every single one (laughs) and then on in on TikTok I've been getting a lot of turbulence TikToks lately and it's like the plane is like full on having turbulence and it's like somebody recording it and you want to throw up just like watching the TikTok. I couldn't, I have never had turbulence that bad. I've had bumps and the bumps aren't even that fun, but like drops like people have gone through. This is literally making, oh God, stop talking about it. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about Uh, it. Do you, do you sleep on planes? Can you sleep on planes? Um, I can, I have, I'm not like, it's usually on the way home from a trip or like 
after, like, on the way home from, like, Europe, I definitely slept on the trip. Well, that's a just, long flight. Yeah, it just depends. Like, what do you do then if you don't sleep? Um, play a game on my phone, listen to podcasts, listen to music. I keep, I, like, make sure I have some, it dep- if it's a long flight, I'll download a couple episodes of something on Netflix. And then it just depends. Because if I'm on a flight that has, like, an entertainment thing, I'll watch a movie. Because that okay. makes the time go so fast if I watch. And it's usually not, very rarely is it, like, a new movie. Sometimes the best is if I just find, like, a good movie that I like. Like, a rom-com. You like, know you like it. I know I like it. And it makes just time go by, like, so fast. Yeah. I really try to sleep on the plane. Because I'm, like, a pa- like, I don't have much patience. Like, I will look at my watch 700 times through a flight to see like how much more time is left how much more time is left so if I sleep it kind of like helps and then also I like my bladder is like non-existent I pee all the time and so I'm weird at airports like I very very rarely will like sit in an airport bar and have a drink before a flight or go to Starbucks and get a coffee because I'm just like I'm also a window seat girl And I'm like, I don't want to have to, like, make the people get up 700 times sitting next to me. So I'm, like, the most dehydrated bitch on the plane. Um, I'm an (laughs) aisle seat girl, so are we just going to have a stranger sit between us on the way to Chicago? Well, with Jordan, he's an aisle seat guy, too, so I'm in the middle. And I'm like, well, at least I only have to bug you if I have to get up. But still, I'm like, I feel like, I don't know if this is just me, because I don't give a shit when anybody else goes to the bathroom. Like, if I'm sitting on the plane and I notice people are, like, walking by, it doesn't bug me. But, like, in my mind, I just think the whole plane's looking at me and they're like, this girl can't just sit through, like, a two and a half hour yeah. flight. <laughs> and then you're in there and it's, like, the most uncomfortable space to be in. Like, it's the worst. In an airplane bathroom. Have you ever had a poop on a plane? No, thank God. Have I you? Don't, I don't think so. Not oh, that would one. die. Yeah, to my knowledge, I can't think of a time I've had to do it. Yeah, I'm already getting, like, visions in my head of, like, when you finally finish and you open the door and there's, like, a line down the aisle of people... <laughs> Well, that's the word. There's the, and you, like, you get up and then, like, all of a sudden the, like, beverage cart's coming and you're like, shit, and then you have to, like, get out of the way and, uh. But, um, when did you, like, I, so I, well, I thought I was a late flyer. Jeff was a real late flyer. When was the first time you ever flew on a plane? So, first time I ever flew on a plane, I was a baby. Like, I was probably, like, six months old or oh, something. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, my parents, um, we have pictures, they took... They flew from Washington, where, where we live, down to Southern California to visit our family here. Um, but I flew alone, solo, not alone, alone, but my sister and I. So basically, growing up, our summer vacations were to come to California. Like, that uh-huh. was summer vacation. And so when we were little, little, like, my parents would take, like, two weeks off work, and we would all go and stay at my aunt's house in um, Orange County. And then, like, that was our vacation. And it was so much... Like, my aunt's house is so much fun. Like, it mm. feels like a hotel. And um, and then as we got older, we wanted to stay longer. My aunt was like, let them stay longer. So Aww. my parents would, like, fly home after two weeks. And my sister and I would get to stay another week or two. And then we would have to fly back on our own. Uh-huh. So I just remember being a kid, like... It was, like, so scary to fly alone, kind of, but also you felt felt so so VIP. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got, they, like, walked you on the plane first, and you had to sit on the plane and let everybody leave until you're... Yeah. But, like, they gave you, like, wings. Do you remember, like, when they used to give you wings when you would get on the plane? So, I never flew on a plane until I was in fifth grade. What? That was the first time I flew. Where'd you go the first time? Sacramento. Oh, my God. (laughs) Day trip. Uh, We flew... um, in fifth grade, we the fifth grade field trip was to go to the capital for the day. 
Your school sent all of you to Sacramento for the day? Yeah. Well, I'm sure my parents probably had to pay. I'm right. sure it wasn't free, but... Well, nothing is free when you go to life. private school. <laughs> but yeah, we... Uh, imagine being on a flight, on a Southwest flight... With like 35th graders. about 65th graders walking onto a plane. Oh, you're no. like, F my Get me life. off. Yeah. Next flight, please. <laughs> Thank God it's probably only like an, what, like an hour. Oh, if that. Like, it's yeah. like flying to Vegas, pretty much. It's like a super... Super quick flight. So, yeah, we flew up to... Yeah, we didn't stay the night there. So, we, like, flew up, like, first thing in the morning, went to the Capitol, did, like, a little Sacramento field trip, and then we're back on a plane and back to home that day. <laughs> so, so crazy. I had never flown a plane until then. And then um, probably another three, four times maybe after that until high... And then by the time I graduated high school, I went to Hawaii for, like, my grad trip with my friends and after that, I was flying. You're like, I'm going Yeah. Uh, Jeff was 30. What? 30 years old by the first time he flew. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And he, and he flew like three times that week. He went to, on a trip to New York with his dad, got home, and then his work needed to send him up to like Redwood City. He came home and then they needed to send him up to Seattle or something. Wow. So like in the span of like a week, he, or two he weeks, he, professional. he was like a, yeah, I went to like three places. <laughs> And I was like 30. I just can't even imagine. I thought I was late, like being in fifth grade being the first time I flew. Oh my gosh. So, and it wasn't even with my parents. Like it was. Were you nervous or were you just so excited? I don't really remember. I think I've like, never yeah, been. I get up, um, which is insane. Like I have such anxiety. Like that's why I hate roller coasters. I hate all these things. But throw me in a vehicle and fling me into the air for <laughs> going a billion miles an hour across a country. And I'm like, I'm fine. So I get, um. I get a lot of anxiety leading up. So like I wake up in the morning, I can already feel the anxiety. I just feel for now for the hours leading up to the time I get on the plane, I'm going to feel like I have to poop. Like I just, yes. I just have that like super nervous feeling and I'm like stressed. We're running late stressed. We don't have this. Like, so until we're physically through security and I'm sitting down, like waiting to get on the plane, then I start to feel normal and I really don't. It's, I only get anxiety again if the, like, when the seatbelt sign goes yes. back on and then the pilot's like, all right, um, like, telling the flight attendants they need to, like, go sit. I'm like, wait, why? <laughs> like, what's happening? I also <laughs> get slightly anxious, but this isn't my fault that I get this anxious. It's everybody around me's fault. Like, when <laughs> you are waiting to board the plane and they haven't called any numbers yet, but all, like, 160 people that are getting on that plane are standing in the same, like box or whatever and then just everybody's waiting like they call group a or whatever and everybody rushes like they aren't going to make the plane it's like no everybody's making the plane (laughs) not to mention you have to sit a really long time why are we rushing like we all have seats we're flying alaska airlines i get so mad i can see like southwest because it's like because you don't have a seat like you want to get in when you get in but no it's all the what makes me even more mad is the people when you land. You land. Oh. And they're like standing up and like everybody's like in your, your, their asses in your face and you're just like, the door's not even open yet. You're not moving for another 15, 20 minutes. Like just freaking chill out. It's, like it's I wish it was a serious. rule we all had to sit until yes. like, and then they'll like start like dismissing you by rows. Well, have you ever been <laughs> on a flight where somebody in a back row does that, but then they like rush the front and you're like, uh, there's like etiquette here. Like, yeah, why I get you... it. There's sometimes people are just trying to catch their flight, but I also think most of the time it's not people trying to catch a flight. They just want to get the hell off the plane. But guess what? We all do. Exactly. Yeah. If 
if the person like tries to like cut me and you're like sitting in the row behind me, I get so mad. Ugh. It's so annoying. Flying definitely tests your patience with like the humankind. Yeah. Because you see a lot of just like, how did you become this way? How are you so annoying? You are stressing me out type of people. Yeah. Did you have, um, we'll move on from the flying topic here in a second. <laughs> when you were flying a lot during COVID, did you ever have any crazy COVID people on nope. your planes? And I was like waiting for it. I was waiting I for one. somebody. Really? Mm-hmm. We were, um, it was just a lady that was, um, cause it was when flying first started kind of happening again where we like regularly and it was, um, but they were still doing only like the one or two to a row, row kind yeah. of thing and every, which was like glorious. I was like, we like <laughs> we always, always have this. this. I was like on a Southwest flight. I was like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> it was just to Arizona and it was on my way home from Arizona. So this was in June of 2020. Okay. So this was like still like in the beginning, like, um, and like the mask thing was like, and they were serious about it. Like the attendants were always walking like, sir, you need to put your mask on. You need to put your mask over your nose, all that kind of stuff. And this lady just started like going. And then it was, she was being, I heard her constantly the whole flight, just like, and like, just saying it like everybody, nobody wants to hear it from you, lady. Yeah. Like she was just talking to you, wanting, like thinking you are going to agree with her or want to. And she just kept arguing with flight attendants. And then, like, as we're standing waiting, then she just starts, she literally pulls a book out of her bag. I don't even remember what the book was about. <laughs> if you all just listen to this guy kind of thing, y'all are she. And just, like, just, like, yelling at all of us on the plane. So they ended up just pulling her off, like, that was the way to go. She got yeah. off the plane first. They, like, got her the hell off the plane quick. Because yeah. she was not putting her mask Did on. Did everybody clap? Yeah, everyone was like, <laughs> totally. Like, that was all like the whole. Bye. Oh, yeah, every. It was nice because nobody was agreeing with her. Like, everyone was like, lady, none of us want to be wearing a mask on this plane. Like, but we're also adults sucks. and we don't exactly. act like a fucking like, idiot. Ugh. Yeah, people Anyways. are dumb. All right, well, have fun in Yakima. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of plane talk. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, since we, Steph and I have recorded like three episodes in the last week, we didn't have like updates like we don't have a lot to chat about so we were like okay let's do a question box it's been a month or two since we've done that everybody always likes to ask questions we had gotten a few and then that whole popular thing on instagram this week of doing the anonymous questions came out so we're like well let's do that because then people will be even more inclined to it's so crazy like i don't know why people feel like they can't ask questions when it's not anonymous like we don't care like we will take good questions bad questions like we've obviously like we obviously are good about laughing at ourselves anytime anybody tells us we don't get offended we're easily whatever and we've also never had anybody say anything like mean either like we've had people like critical of how we say things but that's fine um but all of a sudden, an anonymous question box, and like everybody comes out of the yeah. woodwork. So we're like, "All right, this is what we're gonna do from now on." Then yeah, lots of repeat questions, but overall, like, um, we got a lot of stuff in here to kind of go through. We do and um, wait before we get it. So before we decided, oh, we should do this for Wom. Um, you and I both had did it on our personal, and I know the one question you and I both got. And I got so many people who responded saying, I can't believe somebody asked that. Like, I didn't real like, I know it's a taboo question, but I didn't realize how, like, strong people felt felt about it. Do you know which one I'm going to say? Yep. Salaries? Yep. People asked, and I know, because I saw you post it, somebody asked me, like, how much I 
make at Taco Bell and someone asked you like how much do you make at your job and I got did you get a ton of comments like of people saying I can't believe somebody would ask that yes so many DMs like so taboo y'all will ask about like sex drugs everything (laughs) nobody ever bats an eye but somebody asked about a salary and can't believe they asked that And I mean, I agree. I was like, I'm not answering yeah, that. It's just like weird. It's an invasive um, question. Well, all of these are invasive questions. So why is that they like such are, a... I feel like money's just nobody's business. Neither is sex or anything else. But I guess it's comfort zones. But I, I personally don't know anybody unless you're like Jeff Bezos who would get on here and be like, I'll tell you exactly what I'm making. <laughs> like... Because it's so personal, like we I like all your Jeff Bezos impression. Yeah. <laughs> like he has a southern accent. I was accent. like, he's like a hillbilly. <laughs> what the heck? I was like, I love it. But I just feel like it does. Regardless of what somebody's salary is, like I could be making three hundred thousand dollars a year, but if I have a car payment, a mortgage, I'm in credit card debt, whatever. Like it, it, it's really hard to like look at somebody and be like, oh my God, they make this much or they only make this much when like your financial situation is so different and then it's easy to compare to it or whatever. I think it's just all of our natural nosiness we all have. People, and we talk about our jobs on here a lot and we wanting do. new jobs. So I understand and wanting to why, make more money. And- <laughs> I understand why the question came up and I don't think whoever said it said it. I think, I think they were just like, well, if I'm going to ask anonymously and let's just see if they're willing to I, share. I don't have any like ill thought towards the person no. who asked. I just thought it was funny how we both were asked that and how it was the only question I had people comment. Like, I can't believe somebody asked that. Yeah. And without giving a specific amount, I do think it's fair to just give like a range of what we make. So it's somewhere between zero and a million dollars. It's like... <laughs> At first, I was like, oh, God, why is she getting to what? What is, this? what is the range she's about to say? It's somewhere in that ballpark. So we'll let you play with that idea. We're, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, it's everywhere's different, too. So I think it's people want to know how much do people make in California for job, like, versus other places. Mm-hmm. I know it's just everyone being curious because we're all curious. And uh, trust me, there's plenty of people. I wish I knew how much they made for jobs. Because you do. You get a... On through Instagram, you get this snippet of a person's lifestyle and how they live their life. And then you're like, how much are they living their life because they're making good money? Or are they living their life because they're living among, exactly, Exactly. outside their means. So um, it's just our natural. But I just thought it was funny that we both got asked that and everybody was like, can't believe somebody was asking (laughs) that. (laughs) Um, So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Do you have childhood friends who are still your friends? I do have a couple. I have um, my oldest friend that I can remember, Tiffany. Um, Our dads worked together. They were both firefighters. Our moms did not work together, but were both nurses. Tiffany was my age. We were like best friends. Her sister was my sister's age and we're best friends. And then she had a little brother and my parents unfortunately didn't. So Mm -hmm. it was almost identical family. (laughs) The poor brother we just tortured. Um, But we like we don't talk regularly or anything, but I would still consider her like my oldest childhood friend. Um, and then other than that, like, I would say probably no childhood friends, um, but starting in junior high, I have people. I mean, that's childhood. You're like 10, 11. Yeah, I mean, when child. I think childhood, I think like you're like a little kid and you like rode bikes and. Oh, no, I think of childhood friends as anything before you're like out okay. of school. Yeah, I have I have a handful. Um, I have a lot of friendships that I was friends with during that time that I'm no longer friends with, but I do have a handful um and I'm, like, grateful for that. Like, it's mm-hmm. nice to have friends from, like, certain periods of your life where you can still, like, reminisce on funny things. Yeah. Um, my friend Bianca, she moved to 
Texas recently is probably like my oldest friend that I can say like I've seriously been friends with since the seventh grade. Like she would came to my I went to her wedding. She was since divorced. She came to my wedding. I'm since divorced. Yeah. Like we are. Um, that is probably like the friend that I talk to the most from my childhood years. Yeah. What about you? Um. So I have, and it's so hard. I actually I saw somebody post this on Instagram within the last like week and it was something that said normalize not always using the word friend and like begin using words like acquaintances and colleagues and stuff because I struggle with um I always just say oh my friend blah 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 and I'm like well I mean social media makes me because I talk to somebody all the time on social through social media it doesn't make them my friend right and so um I definitely get guilty of that and so like um that kind of doesn't have anything to do with the answer to this question I had a lot of, two of my best, best, best friends. Um, I One of them I don't talk to at all anymore since June of 2020. The other one, um, our relationship has changed um, drastically. Um, a lot of it was just change in life with her having a kid. And I think some politics stuff had to do with, it's just we're in a different place than we were two years ago. And I've learned to accept that. Um and they were my best friends from fourth grade and ninth grade. Um, and then I have a lot of friends that um, I'm still, like, in touch with. I wouldn't say, like, we're, like, super close, but we still talk regularly. These were people that I worked with um, since I was 16. There's people that I um, played softball with when I was, like, in junior high and high school and stuff. So I definitely have, like, some relationship that we were really close in junior high and high school. Yeah. We still keep in contact, though. So I still can consider them a friend. But um, anybody who's, like, my best, best, besties anymore, unfortunately, like, not really as much. A lot of my closer friends are just people more in the last, like, 10 years and stuff, so. I agree. But give us tips for selling things on OfferUp. Also, how do you deal with a lot of offers? This is all Laura right here. (laughs) Um, I am the queen of OfferUp, and I say you just got to be patient. So what I've done... Fortunately, I have the space for it. I have a tub that I store in one of our closets in the guest room. That's literally like I take a picture of something. I put it on offer up. I put it in the tub and they just kind of sit in there until I sell it. Like I'll post 10 things on offer up. Two, three things might sell like that day. Other things I'll randomly get a message of somebody being like, is this still available? I was like, Jesus, I posted this like eight <laughs> months ago, nine, whatever. And then um, I just have to be, I've learned also like my... Like, how much is worth dealing with this? Like, I'm not selling anything for $5 or less. Like, it's worth just donating to me at that point. Or I've become a big fan of the Buy Nothing groups. I think I've talked about those on here before. They're these, every, there's like, they're Facebook groups that every town pretty much I've noticed has them. So I'm in a Buy Nothing group for Orange. And people just either post their, like, searching for something or you post something and it's basically like I just say, okay. I have this and you I put it on my porch. Somebody, if they're interested, they cut they send me a message and I say it's on the porch waiting for you and then I just get rid of it. I did I did a huge clean out of my pantry and there was like random foods that had been sent to me from like brands from brands and stuff that I was like, I'm never gonna use this. Yeah. Or thing and they were like or things that were not necessarily expired, but they were gonna expire in the next month or two. I was like, I'm never gonna get like use this. I just need to clean out my pantry. I like 
had tons of people that were like, oh, I'll come, I'll come get it. I was like, it's That's all yours. Awesome. So just able to clean up. So I've learned like what's worth selling something to you where it's worth the headache of dealing with people. Yeah. So I kind of, if it's anything less than like eight, $10, I donate it or I give it away. Um, anything more than that, it's a matter of like, okay, how long do I want to hold on to it? Cause usually they're smaller items. Um, but I don't deal with the whole offer thing. It's kind of like, Cause I'm usually want, you have to be also willing to what's the lowest price you're willing to take. So if somebody wants to come right now and that means they're going to give me, even if it's $5 less than what I wanted, like come take it off my hands now. So I'm not thinking about it anymore. Right. So I just get, I'm really big on offer up and Poshmark. I do a lot of stuff on there and make fun extra, extra cash. money. Yep. Exactly. Um, so the next question, we were a little confused on the meaning. It just says body count with a question mark. And I think it had like a random emoji face or something, yeah. but we couldn't figure out if the emoji face was a wink. Like we just, we didn't know. Like when to we To me, think, body count means like murdered, like how many bodies were murdered or so something. So how many bodies have you murdered? Zero. Same. So Why? then I even Googled it. I was like, how, so then the only <laughs> other thing I could imagine they were asking is like how many people we've had sex with? Maybe I, that's the only other thing. Which I don't is know such how a to weird, take this. weird. Like I'm when I think like if I was thinking how many people that would I have, have I had sex with, like I would not name that a body count. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, how many partners have you had, or like yeah. So I don't know what they meant. I haven't murdered anyone, and I haven't murdered anyone either. So if we've put off that vibe, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but. We also got another question that we just put right after this one because it made sense. And someone asked, didn't Laura have a serial killer that she knew? <sighs> you did. You mentioned this in an yeah. episode one time. No, it was on Instagram. Oh, Instagram. That's right. I don't right. think I mentioned it here. All right. Buckle up, mom. <laughs> so her, she was like, oh my God, I'm going to die telling the story. I don't think my mom's ever I don't think I've story. ever. T- because, so this is something that happened when I was 18. And I thought about it a lot then. I felt like super like weird about it. And I never told my mom because I felt like I was like doing something wrong, doing something wrong, even though I didn't. She's probably dying right now. Like what (laughs) the hell is Laura about to say? Um, I'm getting so nervous. (laughs) Um, So basically, and then it got so like, I'll go years without thinking about it. And then some, one of my friends who knew the story, like will bring it up. Like, I don't even know. I think I just recently told Jeff. Like, I had totally forgotten. And it's just like, I don't... And then somebody says it, you they're like, wait, what? just recently told me, too. Yeah. So, basically, um, there was a group of... A couple of my high school friends and some of my in-and-out friends that I worked with, we went to a friend's beach house in um, Huntington Beach, and we were hanging out there for the weekend, because her grandpa owned the house, and he let us have the house for the weekend. So, there was a group of us hanging out. We had met this guy... Um, that worked at a hotel near where I worked at In-N-Out. And um, he, me and my friend, we told him like, hey, just come hang out with us, whatever. Like we're going to be doing like, if you want to come down to Huntington Beach, there's a group of us hanging out. So he comes down. It was the first time we'd really hung out. We like knew him, but like we never really hung out with him. He hung out. We like, he was just kind of a quirky guy. Like he was just like, this guy's kind of weird. Like he was fine, but he was just like, yeah, just a quirky guy. Just a little odd. Fast forward like two, three days later and one of my best friends in high school, she like calls me and she's, cause we don't have text messaging. 
hey, Laura, what was the name of the guy that was with us this weekend? And I was like, Jason Batista. And she was like, okay, I'll give you guys all time to Google it. <laughs> and I was like, why? And she was like, turn on the news right now. So I like turn on the news and I'm like waiting. And she's like, there's a story. I want you to see if this is it. Because we also like, the internet was around, but like, I don't even think Google was a thing yet. Like it wasn't easy to just, like, everything right. wasn't just like all over the place. There wasn't social media. You had to the watch time. the Like news. you had to like, yeah, you had to like find your, your story. So I'm waiting for the story to cut. Because I guess his, a picture had posted popped up of a guy and um so I watch and it's this guy who got arrested that day for um him and his brother murdering his mom and so so yeah people think it's a serial killer he's not a serial killer he only killed one person it was his mom only one <laughs> only makes one. it better it's just a killer <laughs> not a serial killer because you to be a serial killer you have to kill it's like, like more multiple than three, people I right so yeah. I don't know I don't know the definition but and so I'm just like Oh my God. So then I'm like, like breaking down like everything in my head. And I'm like, wait, when did he kill her? Like, so we're like, now we've like fully like are diving in next morning, me and my friend like meet it because, um, all the newspapers like came to our library at the school. So like, that's how what time, like how old I am. Like we're having to like go look at newspapers and stuff. So we're like looking and we like find the story. Apparently he had killed his mom a week prior so when we saw him, he had already killed his mom. Oh my God. And this guy was not acting in any way where you thought he had killed his mom. He was like remorseful or, yes. Yeah. So he had killed his mom, him and his brother. His brother was like, so he was like 19 or 20, I think. At the time he was going to Cal State San Bernardino, his, um, they arrested, he, they like pulled him out of class to arrest him. Wow. Um, his brother, I want to say was like 15 or something. His brother was in high school. And they had, um, he was known like in all of the like news stories and stuff, he was known as the Soprano killer because, um, so brutal. Like it's not even he killed his mom, you guys. He like beheaded her, cut off her hands and her feet, had them in a duffel bag in the house, the body that, so basically they disposed the body. He hadn't disposed the, so in the, what he had said was in the show, the Sopranos, was like they had like dismembered the person because if the body was found, they couldn't identify them if the feet, hands, and head were gone. Oh, oh my God. God. This is like getting me like so like anxious right now telling this story. Oh my God. I haven't gosh. like told this in such a. And, and I haven't told it in this much detail. Like I've just said, like, oh yeah, I know the guy once that killed his mom. Like, <laughs> um, and so they, what had happened was him and his brother, I think, had drove down to like. I want to say it was like Oceanside, like some far like beach town, like down the coast. And um, somebody, a parking person, like somebody like a parking attendant type person saw somebody dumping something like that was wrapped in like a tarp or something. And they, he thought he saw a leg or something. And so he had called the police and sure enough, they found the body. And then apparently we're still able to identify the body. Oh my God. And um, when they arrested him, he had told them that her like head and hands and stuff were still like in the house oh my god um did he ever share like did they ever find what the motive was like why he did what he did uh so apparently his mom had a lot of mental health problems she was super like abusive to them and stuff um there's actually a book written about this somebody wrote a book it's called such good boys um i think i had bought it off amazon like 10 years ago (laughs) when i like googled the story to like show someone i saw there was a book written about it i never read it though but I do have it. Um, it's called Such Good Boys. And um, 
Yeah, so he he admitted to everything. Apparently she was just, I think she was kind of just, um, from what I remember reading, like, she had mental health problems and she was, like, super, like, kind of, like, verbally abusive, like, really horrible to the boys. And, um, like, I think had, like, just a lot of guys coming in and out of their lives and stuff. Like, so she was a single snapped. mom and I guess, like, I mean, I didn't talk to him about it. But that's like what the news ended up saying was just like they were abused, verbally abused. From what I remember, yeah. Abused. Like I haven't done like D. I mean, this has already been like twenty now years. I want to read the book. My flavor of the week yeah. is <laughs> such good voice. So yeah, this happened in two thousand and three. This was when I was graduating high school. Have they done so, a Dateline episode on this? And that's there's uh, so there. If you search his name and you like search the murder and stuff, there's new. I haven't listened, but when I was trying to, because I was thinking of his name was something else the other day, so I actually had to Google it when I was gonna. So when I was gonna bring this up, and um, I saw there's numerous podcasts who've done like stories on it, so I actually do kind of want to listen to them because um, obviously like podcasts weren't a thing when all this happened, so there are people who've talked about it and stuff. Um, the only so then the one thing that we remember too was when we were talking with him, like he had mentioned like something about like taking his mom to the airport or something because she was going to be like going to Chicago for a while or something. And I'm like, you mean she's going away for a while because you killed her? Like, well, now I think that like later on, like that was just the one thing that I remember like, because we of course analyzed Everything Because they probably were going to, like, wait a couple weeks and then report her missing and be like, she went to Chicago. Well, you can't say that if they didn't, she didn't fly. Like, but he was just, like, telling that, like, to us, like, as if, like, oh, yeah, my mom's not going to be around for a while. I don't know. It was so bizarre. I was... Were you so freaked out after, like, I was hanging out with a murderer? I think I was freaked out and probably the reason I didn't tell him out, because I'm stupid. I'm a young kid. Was I think I thought I was gonna have to be involved some for, for some reason? Like, yeah. like you're gonna have to show up at court. Or yeah, something. like I think I was scared that I had to be like somehow involved because I saw him. Yeah. After the fact, I don't know. And maybe they would have wanted to question me. I have no idea. But um, and like my friends and stuff. But it was like, yeah, it was me and my friend from school. So it was only one. One of my girlfriends from school and my other friends were like like three of my in and out friends. You know what you need to do is hit up like what is that super popular serial killer podcast? Is it like Crime Junkies or My Favorite Murder? My Favorite Murder. You should contact them and be like, I have a story. Can I come so, on your podcast? Well, they share? do. So My Favorite Murder does. Um, ran, I have. I used to listen to them. I haven't listened in a long time, but they used to do something like called like hometown murders or something where people could write in their story and they would read them and they would talk about like a murder that happened in your town. And I had wrote it in and I never heard back. So I did, I I had sent it in and I never heard anything. Oh, crazy. But, um, that was like five, six years ago. Cause can you imagine sharing that whole story on that podcast? And they're like, at the end they're like, okay, plug yourself. You're like, so my podcast is called wine over matter. (laughs) (laughs) Come check us out. So... (laughs) That's my That is the craziest story. story. That like gives me the EBGBs. Yeah. So um if any of you are like super into this and you like go search it and find a good episode about it, send it to Send us. it to me because now I'm curious. I'll probably want to check it out. Oh yeah. I need this to be a dateline episode. I'm but more into I'll look that. I'm sh- there's a good chance it could have been. Because it was the whole story, it's not just like he killed his mom. Like everything was very just like Well the fact that they gave him a name, like the Soprano killer yeah, or whatever, like apparently which I've seen the Sopranos, I don't remember it. Anthony, tell me if you remember that episode. But apparently like that was like a thing they did in an episode or something. So and that was crazy. that was where he got the idea to do that. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go. That's all I'm doing tonight is googling this guy, Jason Batista. Jason Batista. All right. Favorite date activity. All right. So I feel <laughs> Time to lighten the mood. <laughs> so I feel like when you're newly dating somebody, you do more like cutesy, fun, like let's go mini golfing, let's yeah. go do those dates. And then like once you're like, okay, established or whatever, like dates tend to be more like, let's go to dinner, let's go to a brewery. Well, not only that, go. they get so repetitive. Like Jeff and I have like our routine of like the typical restaurants we go to yes and like we finally went to a new restaurant um like we've gone to like two new like or we did like a rant we went to like even though it was the shitty dinner that i shared in last week's episode (laughs) we um but like just going to like a new restaurant and we went to a new brewery that him and i never go to like i was like it was so nice just like trying new doing a date night and doing something different like Instead of just like, oh, let's go to Avila's, let's go to Brewery X, like our typical like random date <laughs> nights that we spots. always do. Like, it, I was like, we need to like branch out and like do new places. Yes. So that was like, because we're like doing a date night tonight, and I'm just like with some people, and I'm just like, I want like, can we not go do like the same Brewery old, same X? <laughs> and so we were like really adamant on like trying to like go somewhere else for dinner and like do something different and. I feel like our dates do tend to revolve around like a meal or like a cocktail Always. or brewery. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to think of ones that we do. like. We'll do day trips once in a while. Like we'll go out to like the Temecula wineries, or we've done like Julian, and I like that too. But you can't do a day trip every weekend. No. You can't be in the car for four hours round trip every weekend. So Especially I think with that's, these gas prices. Yeah, and it's like the weekends are only so long. So I think it, you know, it's a date turns into just like let's go have dinner and a cocktail afterwards like that is a date um i'm trying to think if the oh now that it's summer's here i don't know if you'd call it a date i mean i guess just to like sit in your backyard and have cocktails and use the pool and sit by the fire or whatever because i feel like the rest of our summer like jordan's been gone for a couple weeks um and i've been like having little staycations at his house while he's gone by myself and i'm like I've been using his pools there a lot, and I'm like, this is, I don't know if you know yet, but this is what we're doing the rest of the yeah. summer. Like, we are parking it by the pool the it rest of nice. summer. It is nice, even when, because it's a little different now, because now we just, like, go in our backyard all the time, but when we lived at our old place in Irvine, same thing, we had, like, a pool in our complex, and we would, we would, like, sometimes make, like, little, like, snack bo- like snacks in our ice chest, and we would, like, make some drinks, and go down there, and we would just, like, hang out there for the day. Yeah. It was a perfect little nice getting some time and then you go inside and the nice air conditioning and then have a nice <laughs> relaxing evening at home get takeout whatever exactly yeah. i would say the only other one that i can think of that we do often and we've kind of like relaxed a little bit on it but like we were doing these a lot are sports dates so like going to a baseball game or yeah. going to a um hockey game or i think whatever. that's hard i mean we're lucky where we live in a place where we have like two teams of every sport nearby like we have like so much of that stuff but that is always like a fun, easy. And baseball games well, are the best because you can buy super cheap tickets, and then they have so many cool like bars and other areas where like you, even though you have a cheap ticket, you can go hang out in a more like lively, fun, maybe better seating area. Yeah. Um, and baseball games are like so social, anyways, that it's nice to just walk around too. Yeah, and I've been also what I've been doing is so I'm a big Yelper. Like I love Yelp. I use Yelp for everything is I make um, little bookmarks for um, different cities and areas. And then I um, constantly am just saving ideas, like of things to do, places to eat. 
And then where it's like, oh, tonight let's, we want to go here. So then you pull it up in map mode. I scroll to that area and I can kind of look, oh, like these are some restaurants I've wanted to try and things like that. So I don't know. Yeah. We're not, I mean, Jeff and I, we basically do like food and drinking dates. So. Yeah. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not like we're eating all day long. But Je- <laughs> It's not like our dates are like just a food fest all day. It's like, no, di- we're adults. That's what adults do. We go to dinner and we have a cocktail. Like that's. He did. We do like to do, we used to do a lot of the bowling and the mini golf stuff though. Jeff's been saying like, we need to do a bowling date soon. So we should do that for our next double date. Cause okay. we've been wanting to go bowling too. Oh, then yeah. Let's I say do let's Korean barbecue and bowling. Yes. yes and next yes. double date. Okay. Done. Um, where are we at on our list? Uh, we, we got this question a lot. We, I think we got it like three <laughs> or four times. Um, for Stephanie, has the L word been said? So, it, like, has, but I feel like it doesn't count. Laura's, like, rolling her eyes at me. <laughs> she, okay, so. So, I had no idea this happened, and then she just casually mentions it in passing a few days ago, and I was like, wait, what? Okay, so tell me more. So or basi- tell them more. So, basically, like, it, I'm really weird. Like, I don't want to say it first. And Laura's like, just fucking say it first. I'm like, I don't want to. And so... We like I mind you. I said it first to Jeff, and I said it maybe first to my last. I think I did too. Yes. So I had brought it up to Jordan like a couple months ago. I think now Mm -hmm. I might get my timeline wrong. And um, I was like, okay, like we've been together, you know, this many months already. Like, do you really not know like if you're in love yet or not? And so he was just talking, like, he did have, like, with his breakup, without getting into it with his ex, like, there was a lot of, like, like, it was very sudden and very... He was blindsided. He was blindsided by it. So he does have, like, a little bit of just a guard up when it comes to that, I think, without explaining more than that, because it's not my business to explain. And, um, and so I'm like, okay, like, that's fair. Like, when, when I first talked to him about it, like, I was like, I understand, blah, 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 like not trying to rush you, whatever. Well, then I brought it up again, like a few weeks after that or whatever. And I'm like, okay, look, like (laughs) I understand that, but like, I can't be punished for what your ex did to you. So like, don't put, don't put that on me. Like, don't say now's not the moment to say it. So please don't say it right now. Yeah. But like, I'm done being punished. Like I thought that that conversation would maybe, like, have you start getting over it? Because he kind of said, he's like, I know I need to just, like, move on from, like, that hurt and just allow myself to love again or whatever. And so um, I was like, look, like, (laughs) you got to figure your shit out at this point because I feel like I'm being punished. It's not you being punished at this point. It's me. And so then we were on the phone recently, and we were, like, we were about to hang up the phone call, and he's like, love you, at the end of the call. And I'm like... No, that doesn't count. <laughs> Did you actually say that to him? Yes. Oh. I like wouldn't even say it back because I'm like, because he knows I do, you know? Yeah. And um, I'm just not saying it first because I'm stubborn. And I was like, Jordan, that doesn't count. I'm like, you can't say it like that. <laughs> like the... T- <laughs> Love you, bye. Yeah. And I was like, I'm... And do you feel like, and then not to like downplay it or anything, but do you think he said it on accident or do you think he was like... I think... No, I don't think it was on accident. Because you know, sometimes you're like, you're like, hey, love you. And you're like, oh, should I say love you? No, I don't feel like it was on accident. I feel like it was like. 
he was trying to just say it, but like, like not make slip- a deal about it. Yes. And you and made I, a deal about it. And I'm treating it like an engagement or something. <laughs> like he needs to like get on one knee and tell me or something. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not that dramatic, but like, I also think like it is an important thing. And I think just slipping it into a phone call. So when he said it, yeah, I mean, you want it to be like in person, like, yeah, not that it has to be this romantic moment, but you're like, you want it to be, have like a, not just like you're saying by K love you. Yes. Like you want it to be a moment. And so he, so he keeps telling me, Did he like, laugh? like oh yeah, he, he was, he was laughing. He just laughed it off. He, we really didn't talk about it much Time after out. that. Is this while he's been gone? Like, have you seen him since that happened? I'm trying to think. Cause you only Maybe told not. me, I was like, you only told me a couple days ago. So I don't know if this is I while he was gone. I might not have seen him after that. I actually don't think I did. Um, I can't remember, but I don't think so. And so we didn't really, t- like, I like said my funny thing, like, uh, uh-uh, that doesn't count. Like uh-huh. you're going to have to try again. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and so he, then he's been gone for two weeks. And so, um, oh, and he told, he did tell me at one point he was like, well, now I'm like overthinking when to tell you. Yeah. And he's like, first of all, I feel like you have like this like moment created in your head and I'm like. Okay, like, relax. Like, I do and I don't. Like, yeah. basically, it just cannot be on a phone call. Like, you need to see your My eyes only criteria. Saying, <laughs> and then, yeah, not like you're like, ooh, Yeah. <laughs> and then he's also weird. Like, he was weird after I brought it up that one time. Like, he's like, okay, like, I feel that way. Like, I want to say it. But I f- now I feel like if I say it, you're going to think I'm saying it because... We talked about it. We talked about it. And he's like, I don't want it to, like, not be meaningful or whatever. So we're, like, basically overcomplicating it. But um, I think it was last weekend was our nine month anniversary. I can't believe it's already been nine months, and we're it's having this argument. <laughs> I know. So I um, I texted him like right when I woke up that morning, and I was like, "Happy nine nine months!" Or no, I said, um, nine months of liking me today." With a- <laughs> <laughs> You're a pain in the ass. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I just egg him on, but. Um, <laughs> Nine months, Nine of, months liking. of liking me. So I, like, he knows I love him. I know he loves me. Like, the actual word. It's kind of, like, weird that the word hasn't been said yet. And, like, Laura's like, oh, my God, just fucking that's say That's why it. I say it. Because I'm like, because I know. That's the thing. Like, I know you love him. I know he loves you. This is stupid that you guys aren't saying it. So I think you guys just need to. Are you picking him up from the airport? No, I have to work. Oh, because I was saying, have a sign that says I love you. I love you. you. (laughs) Like the guy with the sign. It's like girl with the sign. Um, No, I. I'm not gonna let him get on the flight to Yakima until he says it though. So. Oh. Just kidding. Oh, I was like, dang. (laughs) Criteria: You want your boarding pass, buddy? Say it. Just kidding. All right, so did Laura ever tell us who she dates who is now with a celebrity? Did I miss it? Okay, I did not. That So that was also on Instagram. That was not in here because I would have just said it. Um, oh, my God, all the stories I love how today. people remember everything. So I didn't actually, like, date this guy. Like, we weren't, like, boyfriend, girlfriend or anything, but we had gone on, like, a handful of, like, at least three dates, and we hung out, like, numerous times casually. Um, and this was in my, like, early 20s. And, um, he is now married to Kathy Griffin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That's the funniest thing ever. Okay. So he is not a lot older than me. She is just married to somebody. She's a a lot younger than you or a lot younger than her. We have all people freaking Kathy. I literally, so this is how, I'm like in my Perez Hilton prime. (laughs) This is when like 
every morning yes. I'd wake up, I'd get to work, and I would scroll Perez Hilton until I was caught up on from the day before. And I literally see this like pop up of like, who's this young guy that Kathy Griffin has seen hiking, running Canyon with or something. <laughs> and I was just, I'm like, I like look and I was like, oh my God, that's Randy. I was like, what the heck? And I was just like, and so him, I ended up messaging him, like not right away, but like more and more pictures started popping up. Like everybody's like, who's this mystery? It was all about who's the mystery guy that Kathy Griffin's with for the longest time. And, um, and yeah, now they've been together, like, I mean, 15 years. So No, maybe not 15, like 10 years. Because I think I was already married when this happened. That's a long time. And I remember, like, seeing him, because we would uh, chat on Gchat at the time. And, uh, I remember seeing him on one time. And I was just like, and I, like, totally brought it up. I was like, Kathy Griffin, eh? I was like, totally, (laughs) like, holy cow. (laughs) Um, but that was, like, probably the last time I talked. And then I never, like, saw him. And we're... We were, um, he, when they got married, so him and I were friends on Facebook. He ended up, it was probably like, he had to like, probably just clean house of like, you just don't want random people. When you like are with a celebrity, I'm sure you have to just be like more careful. You have to be more careful about people that are in your life and the things that people see and stuff. Cause I mean, I could be just seeing, I don't talk to him or know him anymore. So I could just be selling stuff to the tabloids. Oh yeah. So yeah, he had unfriended me on Facebook and, uh, so yeah, that's my that's the story. So I've gone on some dates with a guy that is now married to Kathy Griffin. <laughs> All right, next question. I kind of think we should save this one because this is like a bigger topic, and we're already at over an hour. Okay. Um, but the one about whoever asked about an episode on exes, um, we both have experience there, so we'll do a little bit longer of a topic on that one. We'll hold that. Yep. Um, but next to- next question: biggest red flags for a girl. Like, meaning, like... Like, when you're dating, I guess, what would be, like, red flags? Some, and sometimes um, this is hard. Like, sometimes you don't see the flags. Yeah, everything is... And I think it's just different. But I think, like, a guy that um, doesn't want to introduce you to his friends and family, I yep. think that's a red flag. Um, I Not think, after the first date, but, like, once sure. you're established. Like, you guys have yes. been dating a while and he doesn't seem to, like, want to introduce you to any of his friends and family. Like, I think that's kind of a red flag after like a certain amount of time. Like there becomes a time where it's like, okay, we've been together a while. Like this is weird. Um, cause even Jeff and I waited probably like three, four months before we, um, we had met each other's like friends and fam and stuff. Um, I also think like if they're super like weird about their schedule, Yes. Like, I think that, and this is on me giving red flags of people that I think might be, like, having other relationships and stuff, personally. Exactly. I think, um, I don't know, somebody who's, like, I think even, like, somebody constantly changing jobs is a red flag. Like, meaning, and I'm not saying to somebody who's had a lot of jobs, but, like, where they're literally constant, and they're always blaming, like, the company or something. People that blame in general, you're just like, oh my god, like, people that have to blame something for everything that goes wrong in their life. Like, my family sucks. That's why I'm this way. My ex sucks. That's why I'm, yeah. I can't do this. My job sucks. Like, you're like, maybe the problem's you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, this is kind of a hard question. I feel like... We could also save that and try to think more for red flags, too. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think you know, and even an example, the episode we talked about last week with my friend that had that whole t- uh, guy she was dating that turned out to have another girlfriend thing. It's like... 
she didn't see any red flags yeah. or she wouldn't have been with him, you know? And if your gut is telling you something's a red flag, it, usually it is. is. Listen to it. Exactly. Um, who makes more, him or her? I'm assuming you mean like in both of our relationships. relationships. Jeff makes more than me. Jordan makes more than me. How do you manage your mortgage, share money, or separate money? Um, Jeff and I both have our own separate money. And when we purchased the house, we just had a talk on... How Based on split. how money, how much money we both make, what we felt was fair on what we, who contributes to what and, um, how much I contribute to the mortgage versus him. And, um, he has certain bills he pays and I do the grocery shopping. Like we just kind of have a system have that a works system and it works for us and you just got to have that open communication and yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Jordan and I don't share finances. So. Yeah. I figured that was a question <laughs> for me. Uh, Laura's favorite jeans. I already asked Steph, but I'm struggling to find some. And I figure that was obviously a question that came on Instagram. So you can still share your favorite jeans too. So everybody can hear that. Yes. So my favorite, I said that I don't really wear jeans that often anymore. Like I live in black leggings, but um, my absolute favorite pair that I own are a good American pair that I bought at the Nordstrom Rack. So I didn't spend full price on them, but I love them. You can definitely find good American jeans, even through them, like that aren't, I've still not, I still haven't tried, ever tried a pair. I've been interested too. so comfortable. Yeah, no, I've heard good things. I do want to get a pair eventually. I'm honestly, like, I had the hardest, like, I'll find a, like, a place will come out, like, Lane Bryant, I remember one time, came out with a line of jeans that had the perfect stretch. They were so comfortable. They were so great. And then it was, like, they only had them, like, one season. So I have, like, still a pair of jeans and black denim from that line that I still, they're, like, kind of, like, the black ones especially. They're kind of, like, dude, you. it's ready for you to, like, not even donate them, but like trash them. But I still wear them constantly because they're so comfortable. But I honestly like I fall in love with jeans that aren't like a specific. So it's like I get them once and then I kind of get screwed. Aww. But my last few pairs of jeans I've bought have honestly been from Target. Like I've been having really good luck with their plus size jeans. They do. And I remember too, you had told me this was maybe this was right around the time I met Jordan. I think you had told me you were like, because I was like, oh, I need a new pair of jeans or whatever. And you're oh, like, oh, Torrid, Torrid jeans. They're bombshell jeans, you guys. Those are good jeans, too. We, like, went into it. And I'm like, I don't know that I had ever even been into a Torrid. But I'm like, I will tell. She hyped them up. I was like, I'll try them. I walked in. I tried them on. I, like, fell in love with them. Those also have a perfect stretch to them. That's why I like. So the bombshell jeans, they don't, like, because the worst is when you buy jeans you like. And then three, four hours into the day. They start, like, losing their shape. They feel like they're starting to sag. Like, bombshell jeans, like, suck you in good. And they're, like, a good skinny jean that just doesn't um, lose their shape. Like, I really and they have fun. such good stretch. I forgot about bombshell jeans. I do have that's, a couple pairs of those. That's another one where, um, like, certain stores you have to, like, learn how to shop at, too. Yeah. So their sizes are so weird at Torrid. Like, yeah. I, you know, would think I was this size and you're, like, a completely different size. And money-wise, like, if you were to buy them full price, like, they are pricey. Yeah, I think full price, they're, like, 70-ish bucks. Yeah. So, like, Laura was teaching me. She's like, oh, no. She's like, you use... I don't pay full price for anything at Torrid ever, and I have, like, 80% of my wardrobe is from Torrid, and I I add stuff to my cart, and then the second they do sale. 40%, I never pay I never pay for anything more than 40% So off. smart. So, because they do 40% off 50% off sales all the time. Another tip, they, Torrid will send like email, it's like a mystery sale, like where everybody's email like gets a different one and you like click it 
and it like does like a kind of like a slot machine where it like rotates through and it's like, oh, you get 40% off today. And it usually varies between like 30 to 55% off. And like, of course, I never get the 55% off. <laughs> but there's always somebody on Reddit who posts a link. Somehow there's like the link in your email, like you can share it. Ooh. And somebody posts it. So I always go there, get what the highest one is. And then I buy always just there. buy things that are in my shopping cart. And it sucks because sometimes there won't, especially when there's really big sales, stuff in your size won't be available anymore. But I just hold, keep it in the cart and eventually, hopefully my size will be back. But yeah, I never pay full price at Target no. ever. But those are some good comfy jeans. Yep. Um... Steph, what do you do at your job? You only ever say hire Ed, but I'm sure a few of us are actually wondering what you do. <laughs> okay, so um, when I say we're... So in higher ed, especially I work in student services in higher ed, you do freaking so much. Like, yeah. that's why... Like, I just say higher ed because that's the field I work in. So what is my job supposed to be? Um, my job is supposed to deal closely with faculty, and it does. Like, I deal with faculty on the student services side. A lot. So you have to have a personality. Like faculty are not always the easiest, you know, group Mm -mm. of people to get along with. Like a lot of them have doctorates. A lot of them um, think they're they think they're because they're more educated than you. They think they are better than you. They kind of talk down to you. I'm not saying all of them do, but there are a lot that will like talk down to you. So you have to have a certain type of personality to be able to um, help these people and work with these people and get shit done without getting offended basically Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's really easy to be offended um but then on the so while that's supposed to be my job but what is your you're not still saying what you're doing just just helping everything on the student services side that you would think of to help faculty so everything from um you know in higher education there's semester system so what happens with faculty at the beginning beginning of a semester like they have to run class rosters. You have to generate ad codes. Students add classes late um, throughout the semester. Like, this is going to make no sense to you guys. I like, know. that's why that's, I don't say it. Like, there's yeah. census states. Like, census states affect financial aid. If, if faculty don't drop their students by census, then students are getting financial aid when they're not even in classes. Like, it's just, yeah. this doesn't make sense because... <laughs> if you're not in it, <laughs> if you don't get it. If you're not in it, it doesn't make sense. Um, so that's why I don't go into, like, great detail. Um, But then on, like, the more student side of it, it's a lot of, like, it's basically, like, account management and customer service and customer success that you're dealing with just in higher education. So it's a lot of, um, like, case management with students and kind of holding hands and walking them through and checking in on them. And um, it's a lot. You do a lot in higher education. I mean, you are kind of on a different side of it um, in the more events and alumni side, but you get a job title and you think that's going to be your job and the the and other duties as assigned part really comes through in higher education (laughs) all right one thing you ladies never talk about is house chores and cleaning i'm wondering if laura uses a house cleaner i love to listen to podcasts every sunday while i do all of the chores including laundry bathrooms etc um i don't like chores but i do them because i'm i think we talked about this last week's episode like Kind of like just a little bit of a neat freak. I like everything in its place and stuff like that. Um, we do pay for a, ho- a house cleaner. Jesus, I can't talk. <laughs> we pay for a house cleaner to come once a month um, just so she can like do the like hardcore maintenance of cleaning. And then we kind of just wipe down the bathroom, like kind of do like the easier cleaning where she's like wiping down the windows and like just doing like 
cleaning the blinds, like all this stuff, like I don't want to do as much. Our house is really dusty, so it forces me to dust all the time. <laughs> but um, what was the question exactly? Like, <laughs> oh, we just never talk about chores and cleaning. Yeah, so, and I hate, I'm always behind on laundry because I hate doing laundry. I don't do it as much as I should. Yeah, I would say I'm, I do laundry a couple times a week. You I, do? Yeah, but I mean, it's not. I do laundry every like see, two weeks. I don't hate laundry though. Like I'm just, I like, I would rather just have my clothes all clean regularly than like a bunch of dirty clothes sitting. Yeah, I would rather have all my clothes clean too, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> laundry is like. This is why I have so many clothes. I literally have like 40 pairs of underwear so that I never have to do laundry because I'm out of underwear. It is, it is not a chore that I mind um, doing as far as chores. I'm the same way. I'm a, I'm a clean freak. I live with two roommates and, I mean, you've been to my house. It looks like nobody lives there. Like, it looks clean all the time, but it's probably like that, like, looks clean, but you could run a finger and it's dusty. But, like, my room stays really clean. My bathroom stays really clean. I clean those both once a week. And then I don't like cleaning with an audience. Yeah. Like, if my roommates are on the couch, like, I'm not going to, like, be sweeping the floor and, like, cleaning. So, if I know that, like, they're not home, I, like, bust into cleaning mode. Like, I'm, like, music on. I'm, like, cleaning everything. Because I actually, like, enjoy. I don't enjoy the, like, hands and knees scrubbing the floor and, like, that kind but like the normal, just every week me cleaning, that I actually enjoy it. If nobody else is in the house and I can just do my thing, yeah, then I actually don't mind chores. I'm just like, get out of my space. I'm not doing this in front of you. It's honestly <laughs> one of the one thing I love about when we entertain is it forces Jeff and I like we have like our duties that we each do, and then we're like bang it. We have just the music on. We bang the house out, and then uh, I'm the same way. Laundry is literally my least favorite of all of it, though. I think of what my least favorite And is. honestly, if I did it like you do it, I would, because what I hate is the folding clothes. And because I wait two weeks, it takes me 30 minutes, 45 minutes to freaking fold and hang all my clothes. <laughs> so if I just did it every like few days, oh my God, it would take no time at all. Maybe that's the thing I should try. You should try it because it's, it's nice. It's nice. Um, somebody asked, would you ever be friends with benefits? Are they asking me and you? Like... Would we? If me and you will be friends with benefits? Would Jeff and Jordan be okay with it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't understand this question. Like, do you want us to be friends with benefits with you? Like, but you're anonymous, so we can't say. And also we're in relationships. But, and, or like, but that's why they're saying. Ever, like, yeah. I've never had, I've had a friends with benefits, but not... While I've been in a relationship. Oh, yeah. No, not that. That's not... I was, like, have have I ever had a friends with benefits, like, where I'm not in a relationship, but, like, neither are we? It's just, like, a friends with benefits situation? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Introvert or extrovert? Like, am I? I think, like, I think I'm... I have more extrovert tendencies, but I'm a little of both at time. Like, I really like... So, we've talked about this um, a lot... In our, like, personal life with friends and stuff. Like, I am such a social person and I'm always doing things and I'm always getting my calendar out and I'm putting this in my phone and when am I doing this and when am I seeing this person? And then I also live with roommates that I feel like I'm never alone, ever. And... Which is why I think you've been loving, like, not that you've loved Jordan being gone, but you've loved that you've been able to just, like, hang out his apartment and have It's, like, by myself. Like, I just get, like, alone time and I love it. So I do feel sometimes like I'm like a little too extroverted where like 
it makes me like I feel like I just want to like hibernate for like a week straight because I've been too. Yeah, and I always wonder like is I don't feel like being social means you're an extrovert because I feel like I'm the same way. I feel like I have become more and more every year I'm becoming more and more introverted. Like 20 years ago, like when I was like 18, like I would have considered myself an extrovert all day, every day. But I feel like every year I'm becoming more and more introverted. But like from the outside, I think people don't see it that way. Because I think people just assume like you're super, super social. That means you're extroverted. Yeah. I don't think that, I mean, just because you're hanging out with friends and stuff doesn't, I think. because well, there's a little bit like when you think of like an extra, like the perfect job for like the ultimate extrovert, it's like probably something in sales or something where you have to constantly be talking yeah. to people and selling people. I would be horrible at that. I am not that level of an extrovert where I could just cold call people and sell them something and schmooze them. Like that, I would die if that was my job. Like I would be miserable. And even sometimes like I'm, I'm fine in situations where I don't know anybody. Like I will go meet somebody, but like I, I'm not necessarily a hundred percent comfortable. Yeah. I'll just do it, you know? Yeah. So I think I'm a little bit of both, but I think I lean more towards the extrovert. Yeah. I used to call myself an extroverted introvert because I feel like that's like the best yeah. word for me to put it. Because there are things that I feel like I'm super extroverted about, but there's other things where I'm like, oh no. Yes. Um, do either of you have tattoos? I do not. Would you ever get one? I almost drunkenly got one with my sister. This was like a month bef- like a month or two before COVID and like leaving Joey. I was up in Washington hanging out with Bianca, my friend from junior Uh high and my sister. And her brother was like driving us around because we'd like gone wine tasting. Then we were going to go to a casino. We were like, woo. Well, we decided in the car, we're like, Nick, take us to a tattoo shop. He's like, I'm not taking you to a tattoo shop. We're like, yes, you are. (laughs) So we start calling. Granted, they wouldn't have even tattooed us because we were like hammered at that point. But we kept calling and it was a Sunday. And even if somebody did, you'd never want a tattoo artist that will tattoo you wasted. Exactly. And it was like the dumbest thing we were going to get. Like we were going to get, I think it's from Harry Potter. I don't even know. The ellipses. It has some Harry Potter meaning. I don't know. You don't even know Harry Potter. Why would you get a Harry Potter tattoo? They were going to do it, so I was going to do it. It was going to be on my finger. Can you imagine if I had a finger tattoo? (laughs) No. I I didn't get it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I could, I mean, so, okay. Soberly, is there any tattoos you've ever wanted to get? Would you get? I'm too terrified of, like, do I want this on me forever? And there's not one single thing I can think of that I'd be like, yep, forever I want that on me. Oh, okay. What about you? I have two tattoos. I want more. They say I like, remember where, you have like an ankle one or something, right? So yeah, I have and a pi- I have the pineapple one on my ankle and then um, that I have with a couple of my cousins, and then I have uh, my love tattoo on my wrist that is um, it's basically my grandma's writing. I pulled it from the last birthday card I got from her before she died Aww. or the so, last while she was still able to do birthday cards recently on TikTok I've because of the whole like Utah moms um scandal mom talk mom talk I've um I've gotten into swinger talk a little bit uh-huh. and do you know what pineapples mean in swinger talk <sighs> yes I get messages all <laughs> anytime somebody sees my pineapple <laughs> tattoo 
on Instagram, I always get a message about that. Like, oh, like, do you know what pine... Yes, I know that <laughs> pineapples are the symbolism of swinging. That wasn't an openly discussed thing when I got a pineapple tattoo. Me and all my cousins She's love like, pineapple. Jeff and I are not swingers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, people, like, always make that comment to me. I'm like, no, it's not anything to do with that. Oh. Um, yeah, the pineapple thing. And if you don't know... Apparently, it's, like, people, if you put, like, a pineapple on your front porch, that's, like, a symbol, like, hey, we're into swinging. Or if you're, like, at a grocery store. So, be careful where you're putting your... If you're, like, grocery shopping and you, like, legit want a pineapple, just, like, put it in a bag. Put it in your, like, Because there's something about an upside-down pineapple. Yeah, if you, like, have it in your cart, like, in the top, like, where the kids... Like, the top part of the cart where, like, your kid can sit. Like, if you have it, like, in there, and I think, yeah, if it's, like, upside down or something, that's, like, and you're, like, walking through the grocery store, that's, like, a symbol, like, hey, we are, like, into swinging, if you guys are interested. You want to pick you so up at the grocery store. So, always be sure of your pineapple placement <laughs> when you grocery shop. Everybody's going to be so self-conscious now. <laughs> okay, next question. I think we should save this one, too, because this could be a little bit longer of an answer. Um, somebody is um, going through it, no kids, um, debating whether or not they should get divorced and is just looking for advice so that um, I think we'll want to spend a little bit more, yeah, more time on. Yeah, we can tie on. that in with the other question too. So we'll we'll talk about all that Yeah, next we'll do episode. that the next time we record. Um, so next question, best underwire t-shirt bra to hold the girls up with adjustable straps? Um, so I'm a struggle. I'm on the struggle bus with bras the last few years because I started wearing bralettes and sports bras every day because we were working from home like I went probably months without wearing a real bra oh yeah I definitely hate wearing bras I had a friend so I always thought the only way to have your boobs look good was you had to have an underwire bra I have learned that that's not the case I purchased a bra that didn't have an underwire and I was like my boobs look exactly the same (laughs) and why would I wear a wire because they start poking out they hurt they I was like so I'm like never buying an underwire bra again and so I actually don't have a good question for you but I know they have with wire and without I am obsessed with the 360 line at Torrid they have their bra collection the three it has like if you have like back fat problems it like holds all of that in and um it's just a super comfy bra and it has no underwire but still has like good like holding I don't know support support and I would say yeah after COVID I started getting into bralettes and I still love bralettes I think they're so cute I think just wearing like a bralette like if you don't live with your parents or whatever I think like wearing like a cute little bralette with like shorts to bed like you just look like cute like I feel like I would never wear that to bed really no I want to wear nothing like I want to wear just like a tank top (laughs) like I don't want to wear like anything that's constricting my boobs (laughs) Um, but the only thing I don't like about bralettes is most of them have some like weird crissy crossy thing in the back. And I'm like, what can you wear this with? Like if I'm wearing like, no, like but that's this. What's, but that's, I see, I wear, would wear a bralette with that because bralettes are cute and made to be seen. Like if it I was think, like lacy and cute, but some of them where it's just like the line, like I don't okay, know. Okay. Well, if it's not, doesn't have anything cute about it. Exactly. Then sure. Okay. But I did just discover a new bra. It does not, also does not have a wire, but I actually had to Google whether it has a wire or not. Cause I'm like, it feels like it has a wire. Um, and it's the Jockey Forever Fit Supermodel Modal V-neck. Mold, that's the longest name of a bra ever. Molded cut bra. It's so comfortable. It's like the ultimate t-shirt bra. 
it's like bralette style though where like you don't have to clip the back every time you put it on like you can just put it on like a oh really like a t-shirt or whatever i love it it gives my boobs it's so comfortable it gives my boobs so much lift and like makes them look so just like perky and like like you want to touch my boobs when I'm wearing So we just bra. opened it up on her phone, not on the computer, so you didn't have to hear us typing. <laughs> but so I'm looking right now because I was curious if it had it in my size. So they're all like, it's small to 3X sizing, but a small is, it has like, you can click on the size chart. So smallest is a 32A and it goes all the way up to a 44 triple D. So yes. pretty much, okay, I'm going to get one. And I'm trying to remember how much it is. I think it's, it's cute. Um, It's actually not that bad for it's, so now, now they're something? hearing me like tapping my <laughs> finger on your phone and they're gonna kill me. Where does it have the price? Like maybe. Oh, there like, it is. Thirty-eight. That's okay. Thirty-eight. Not bad at and all. I think you can probably find like discount codes or they'll go on say, sale. It's a jockey or website, so I'm sure they have promo codes and stuff. It's the best. Ooh, I love I'm it. I'm gonna try one. Yep, you will love it. Thank you. What colors does it come in? It comes in black and like kind of like a pinky nude. I bought both. It's like a blush. Okay. Oh. I bought both. I all right, them. I'm in. I'm gonna try it. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, wait, hold on. Um, yeah, ask this last question. Okay, so the last question was, on the podcast, you both mentioned not being fans of Trump. Do you feel differently now with what Biden has done? And what we're going to say to this question is, when we first started brainstorming podcast ideas and talk and what we were going to talk about, at the time, I was super outspoken on my Instagram, like, nonstop. I have since scaled back on that because it ultimately just, like, wasn't healthy. It consumed my life, and I was, like, the craziest, like, angriest, just mad at the world all the time, like, person. And so while I still share things, like, here or there, or I'll do it in a different way that's maybe, like, not so angry (laughs) how I used to do, like, that is better. Like, ultimately, I, I had to, like get a therapist at one point in 2020 because I was just like so out of control and it was affecting me so much. So to like protect my own peace, I don't post as much. And something Laura and I, even when I was still talking a lot about everything, like Laura kind of was like, I don't want that to be like, we just wanted this to be like a safe space for you guys and escape. Like where like we all know that that is all over social media, the news, everything else. Like we wanted to keep this where we're not going to talk about that stuff. No, we are not a fan of Trump. That's never been a secret. Are we Biden's biggest fan? No, we're not. I'm curious what you feel is so different now with Biden, but I'm not going to sit here and have that discussion where you and I can't have a debate, whoever asked this. Exactly. So we're going to keep it like that. We're not going to talk politics here. You'll hear us chime in one little thing here and there, but it's never going to be a topic of our conversation. And Yeah, we just, and that doesn't mean we care or care any less or don't care or or whatever but we've just decided that like this hour to I guess this is a really long show today an hour and a half (laughs) that we get to come on here and talk to you guys like we want you to like be able to hit play on the episode and regardless of how you feel or what side you stand on like you don't have to sit here and like feel like you're not our friend because you don't think exactly the same way we do or whatever like we just want it to be light and talk about like Fun stuff and politics Good is bras not fun. And <laughs> hating laundry and if we've ever had friends with benefits. I was about to say exactly. Oh, <laughs> I caught it. Um, but before that was going to be our last question. But I just randomly we got two questions. 
First one was, um, did you get the job stuff? Did they give you what you asked for? If you listened to last week's episode, that all got answered there. And then lastly, can we get a preview of how you plan to expand your audience numbers and capture more listeners? It seems everyone has a podcast these days. I'm just curious how you'll keep it unique and entertaining. Um, This might have to be another episode. I know. (laughs) I think mostly like while we like would love this to continue to grow and we treated it as somewhat of a business in a set. Like we take it seriously, but not too seriously. We try to monetize it when we can. Um, we don't see this crazy amount of growth, but we do see a slow and steady climb regularly. We find new listeners constantly finding us on Instagram and stuff. So that's awesome. Um, I also think we've talked a lot about, um, nobody's going to find this podcast by just coming across the Wine Over Matter podcast Instagram page, most likely. Like, it is her and I that need to be more active on social media, sharing more. Because, I mean, you're usually pretty good about it. I go really in and out of Instagram. But, like, people listen to a podcast because they connect with the person or the people that are on the podcast. They're not just like, oh, I like the name, I'm going to listen. It's like, they'll really like me, and so they'll want to listen. Or they'll really like you or both of us or whatever, And so we both talk about that all the time of just like sharing more regularly. And I mean, TikToks are a big thing. Like we, we will post TikToks and reels and sometimes they're just a flop and we're like, well, people didn't really like that one. And then sometimes you'll get ones that get like the dumbest one will get like 15,000 views or whatever. And you're like, that was so dumb. Like that took no effort, but yeah. And so we try to put, you know, things in our TikTok of like, the name of the podcast or something just so if somebody finds a TikTok and they're like that was hilarious I want to you know listen to their podcast or yeah. whatever then they can find it but otherwise it's it's yeah the hard that I would say 95% of our listeners listeners are and will continue to come from finding us on Instagram following us liking what we have to say liking who we are and then deciding to give us a listen exactly the other is obviously you guys sharing and stuff so every time you guys like share like on your Instagram, like, oh, listening to the wine. Like, that means a lot to us because that's your sharing. Every time it you do, too. we do get a few new people that yeah. follow, and we, we assume it's because you've posted and they shared and somebody's clicked on it. So, so thank you for yeah. doing that. You guys giving rating and reviews, that helps us just, they, the more people rate and review a podcast, Apple sees that as like, you get more like, um, what is it? Like more when people can see you more. My mind. Vis- visibility. visibility yes. Thank you. Like you get more visibility from there. But truly like you guys sharing like your love for us is also like a huge help. And we appreciate that so much. We do. Um, and with that being said. I think it's time. I think it's time to hit it. All right. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is, so I think I've mentioned on here before, my mom does like the best Christmas stockings ever. Like I, more than any gift, I'm just so excited to open my stocking because that she's used to be me, but my mom best. doesn't give me a stocking anymore. Oh my gosh. But yeah, all the fun, like, <laughs> well, I liked the stock for like the random, like, cause for the, towards the last years of my stocking, it was like. Time, it was like stuff I needed and stuff. It was like kind of great. It would like stock the medicine cabinet and I don't all that random stuff. I how my mom knows what to buy, but they're always like the trendiest, coolest like products that you would put in. Like she's just so good at it. And I'm like obsessed Maybe with my Maybe she follows some influencer who's like influencer <laughs> gift guides during yeah. like the holidays. She's like, buying one of everything. 
So this was in there and I'm obsessed with it. It is called, the brand is called Lano Lips and it is their 101 ointment and I have the multi-balm pair. So this comes, um, it's like an amazing ointment for your lips. You can put it on your lips. You can use it almost like a Vaseline or like an Aquaphor where you like put some on like dry skin patches or if your knuckles are dry or whatever. Like it's kind of that multi-use balm. I use it mostly on my lips and it makes my lips feel amazing. Um, but they have a number of different flavors. They also have a couple tinted ones. Um, I think it's normally, I want to say like $14, but they go on sale. So right now, Laura and I looked, it's on sale for like $10.80. And then I'm fairly certain they also sell it on Amazon. Um, but it's obsessed. It's the cutest little tube. And yeah, it's like your average, um, like squeeze tube lip gloss yeah. thing. I don't know. I tried, she let me try it. I tried a little bit and it, um, did feel really good. And I loved that pear flavor. It smelled so good. Yes. hundred percent natural. It says 101 uses. So apparently if you go to their website, they probably tell you the uses. That's where that comes from. But it's a little tube of magic. All right. It. What is your flavor of the week? So mine isn't any specific brand or anything because I honestly bought a random one off of Amazon and I don't feel like, I feel like there was, when I Googled it, I had heard somebody talk about this on Instagram. So I like looked and there was tons of them out there. I just picked one that had good reviews. So I'll pick one to share in the link in this comments um, that I bought. I couldn't find it quickly because it was already like at least a year ago when I bought this, but it's hair mascara. Do you know what hair mascara is? I'm picture like does it make your hair a different color no well that's what it kind of like sounds like like when you're a kid like you do like yeah. little color on this <laughs> no it's basically looks it probably is just freaking clear mascara that's like rebranded but it, it looks like mascara it's an it's a clear like it's honestly probably hair gel i think i've bought this before and so it's for like your flyaways yeah so like when i'm putting my hair in an updo if i have like some crazy like wackadoo hair i just pull them it's just a little mascara wand and you just like kind of swipe it through and it like, I Calms like, down the I like the way that it helps the flyaway cause I do get crazy flyaways, but it also like, I can just like swipe the whole way back on my hair and it like just smooths it out. It's, I don't know. It was like so cheap. And it's I, not like thick or gunky. Like it's no, just, just it's, like the lightest little. Cause it's just a, the little bit of product that comes out on the mascara I forgot brush. about that. I did buy that years ago when yeah. I used to wear my hair up all the time and I would get the little right in the front flyaways yeah. all the time. I and would it totally just that. helps. That, Cause I don't want to put like a bunch of like hairspray no. crap in my hair. So my hair is hard, but just like a little bit to tame like some of my crazies. And on, it could have been even a year ago. I bought this a long time ago. I forgot about it. I had did an updo when Jeff and I went on a date week date night last week and I had like this crazy flyaway that would not quit <laughs> and so it like totally fixed it. Need to so, rebuy that again. I forgot about that stuff. Honestly, I think it came with two bottles and I'm still on the first one. I'll give you my second bottle. Sweet and then I'll rebuy and I'll give you my second one. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah. Thank you for bearing with us. I feel like this was like one of our longest episodes ever, but... I know, we haven't done one this long For as much as we didn't know if we were going to have to talk about, man, you guys came through with the questions. We, did. we had plenty. Honestly, I love doing... Like, sometimes it gets so... Like, our updates seem so repetitive that sometimes it's just really hard. So when you guys give us topic ideas and when you guys ask these questions, it honestly helps us just kind of like get ideas of things you guys want to hear, things we want to talk about, and thank exactly. you guys, so... That's great. I just said exactly again. I'm sorry. Exactly. (laughs) 
Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Wine Over Matter podcast. If you don't already, you should request to join our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter and request to join. If you listen on Apple Podcasts or have an iTunes account, please don't forget to take a moment. Leave us that five-star rate and review. We greatly appreciate it. You can even rate us on... Ugh. You can even rate us on Spotify now. Um, if you don't already, also make sure you're following us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod. Thanks again, and we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.